Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Power Talk 1360. First traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center. Northbound 99 in Lathrop slow today. 120 to Louise Avenue. And then South 99 in Stockton. Look out for a crash. It's in the clearing stages. It'll probably be gone by the time you get there. South 99 before Wilson Way, center divide, two cars. South 99 before Kansas Avenue in Modesto. You're backed up from Pellendale Avenue with a wreck in the left lane. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. Real news in real time. Here's your Power Talk 1360 news update. Good afternoon, I'm Dana Hess. An excessive heat wave has been issued for Northern California this week. Ice temperatures is expected to hit the Modesto region between Thursday and Saturday night, leaping from below 90 today to as high as 109 later this week. National Weather Service is advising residents to drink plenty of water, avoid strenuous outdoor activity between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m., give extra attention to kids, pets, and the elderly, and of course, be responsible in wildfire prevention efforts. A number of cooling centers are available to overheated residents, including at public libraries and Ceres, Houston, Modesto, Patterson, Riverbank, Turlock, and Waterford. Meantime, all lanes of Highway 99 in South Sacramento have been completely closed off to motorists for more than two days now. All lanes of Highway 99 in South Sacramento have been completely closed off to motorists for more than two days now. And with less than 48 hours left until the promised reopening, Caltrans' Angela DePrado says construction plans are running smooth and on schedule. Hasn't been backed up and We've been able to do our work and get the work done as soon as possible thanks to motorists not having high traffic volumes on 99 because that could have been an issue for our trucks getting to the construction site. DePrado says an early reopening is always a possibility, but at least for now, they're on target to make the promised deadline to get traffic flowing in both directions just in time for the Wednesday morning commute. I'm Aubrey Aquino, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Fire crews working to contain a small wildfire in Amador County. While forward progress has been stopped, the Goose Fire is currently 30% contained at around 60 acres burned. Fire started 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon in the area of Red Valley and Goose Hills Ranch Roads, forcing evacuations at a number of road closures. And B of A's CEO says consumers spending more than they were prior to the pandemic. Brian Moynihan telling CNBC it's risen 20% when compared to this same time in 2019. Moynihan cited stimulus money as one of the reasons for the jump. I'm Dana Hess, Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This report is sponsored by Churches. Pull into Churches today and experience a true original. Bourbon Black Pepper Smokehouse Chicken is back. Peppered and kissed with our bourbon glaze. Only at Churches, only five bucks. Churches, bringing that down home flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Hi, Mike Douglas here. Whether you're at a business or in a home office working all day, your pets need healthy activity. Your pets want activity and love. That's why I want to introduce you to my friends at Canines on the Move. They give your pets the love and exercise they need when you can't. From dog walking to pet sitting when you travel, Canines on the Move can make a difference. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150. Call today and get your first walking service on them. That's 209 209- 9226-1150. Tell them Mike sent you. Introducing Algorithm. 
your newest true crime podcast obsession. Discover the algorithm created to detect serial killers and how it flagged an unusual number of seemingly random murders in Gary, Indiana. A reporter tried to warn local police, but was ignored. I think the Gary Police Department should be looking at some of those old cases. They still may have a killer out there. Listen to Algorithm on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. So much for joining us this afternoon on a increasingly hotter Central Valley here in California. You heard some of the news uh, just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, temperatures going to range uh, above 100 degrees. We're in for a, a hot season. Encourage you to uh, check on your neighbors, especially if they're elderly. Uh, those are in uh, mobile home parks, especially from our experience. Very important to keep track of them and make sure they're doing well doing well during this uh here you're on the Mike Douglas show serving uh, as your live and local concierge for conversation Monday through Friday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and today we have the great privilege of having a, a special guest he's Dr. Marty McCary he's with us we've seen him interviewed on Fox News and uh, Network News he's a professor at Johns Hopkins uh, School of Medicine Bloomberg School of Public Health and Cary Business School New York Times best-selling author of a new and fascinating book. In fact, I began plumbing the depths of it this weekend. It's called The Price We Pay, What Broke American Health Care. Now in paperback, I highly recommend getting it. I'm fascinated by it so far. And uh, Dr. Marty McCary, thanks for uh, being with us here on the Mike Douglas Show here in <laughs> California's Central Valley. Good to be with you. Let's uh, let's talk about, and I, I do want to talk about uh, your your book and some of the main themes there in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, let's turn, if we could, our our attention to California. And uh, tomorrow, allegedly, we're going to have a lot of the uh, restrictions, uh, we're told, uh, lifted. But we've been in 15, maybe 16 months now of restrictions up and down and kind of a yo-yo effect at times that not only affects individuals, but business well and uh, we've seen a variety of, of health effects from that from uh, depression sometimes to suicides to losses of business uh, well we think uh, dr. McCurry from your from your point of view uh, looking at the nation as a whole what do you think about California here and the way that we've handled the pandemic thus far well, I think there's been a lot of lessons learned, and I think one of the lessons is we're learning now about the profound effects of isolation. And with teenage girls, for example, we just learned from a CDC report released on Friday that 
uh, rates of attempted suicide presenting to a hospital were up at least 50% just in February and March. We cannot tolerate a society where we seek absolute risk elimination at all costs, and those costs are greater. We've learned a lot of stuff, and I think one of those things now is that, um, first of all, if you're unvaccinated, you do so at your own risk, life is going to move on. Okay, we're not going to hold up society because somebody is hesitant. And some are hesitant for good reasons. They've got natural immunity, and the new data shows they don't need the vaccine. For the rest of society, we've got to move on and reestablish a human connection and rebuild communities. As uh, as you look at the whole issue of vaccines, especially now as as there's a focus on vaccine uh, vaccines for children, what's your take on that, Doctor? In terms of do do school age kids and infants do they, do they need the vaccine? In your opinion? Well, the risk is related to the risk of the virus. It's also related to how much virus is out there. And right now, the amount of virus out there is very low. Now, there is a thought that maybe the Delta strain might be a little more contagious. I'm not sure. The people are making it sound like that's a sure thing. We've got burned before making that declaration with the U.K. variant. I do think that it's reasonable for kids to get one dose. I would not recommend two doses in kids. They just don't need that much vaccine, and they don't need that much of an inflammatory response to the vaccine. We're learning about 300 heart inflammation cases in the United States so far. The real number is north of 1,000, I'm sure, because Israel had the same number in a country 140th our size. So there are complications to the vaccine in kids, and I think the importance of kids getting the vaccine is heightened in kids that are overweight, kids with a pre-existing medical condition. That's where nearly all the deaths in kids are clustered, and the risk of death in a healthy kid is essentially zero. It's near zero. There have been one or two cases in the United States of healthy kids dying of COVID. Dr. Marty McCary is uh, our guest. Uh, doctor, as, uh, as, as you're looking at the numbers across the nation, one of the things that we've become a lot of, very sensitive to here in California is a lot of us just are are not trusting of the of the numbers we're hearing from the CDC from Washington DC from from Sacramento sometimes they're uh, not quite aligned with each other uh, can can you give us a, a where can we put our trust in terms of of numbers and statistics and how that will guide us through the next couple of months as we reenter somewhat of a, a, a normal state of affairs? Well, Mike, I don't I don't blame people for no longer trusting our public health authorities. Look at the CDC; it's been a total disaster from day one. They're putting out information that's late or wrong on almost every subject. You almost think we would have done better if the CDC would have done nothing on COVID and we would have simply turned to our local doctors. There's a doctor at the University of California, San Francisco, UCSF, Monica Gandhi, who I think is very good. You can follow her on Twitter. You'll get solid information. I'm also on all social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, and others. And we try to put out some honest information, not fear-mongering, not distorting um, data in order to coax people to get vaccinated, but try to give an honest medical opinion. By the way, we used to have an open discussion 
of different medical opinions in this country, but that's been shut down recently. Now it is a cancel culture uh, uh, forum in medicine where we are handed down from on high the orders and everybody falls in line. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Dr. Gandhi's not doing it. Dr. Gottlieb's not doing it. So I do think there's some good information out there. And and I, I've seen you in, in so many venues being interviewed. I would imagine that you've had to develop a quite tough skin in order to say what you say and uh, and still be out there doing interviews and continuing to put your message out there. Well, Mike, I, you know, I spend most of my time in public health research, but I'm trained as a cancer surgeon and still do practice um, can, uh, cancer surgery. I'm reminded every day how life, how life is short, okay? You've got to speak your mind. What are we living for if we're just bowing to some authority, blindly accepting data that we know to be wrong? We need more public health officials to do the same. Dr. Fauci, he's a smart guy. When he hears the CDC tell young kids to wear a mask outdoors in hot summer days and distance, he knows that's nonsense, but he's afraid to speak up. Dr. Walensky, she's smart, head of the CDC, to go against what the White House hands down in terms of talking points. We need more people to speak their mind. Politicians just fall in line with the talking points. Doctors should be different. And so, no, I'm not afraid of any... Um, you know, cancel culture out there. I'm just going to speak my mind as long as I can go. You know, normally people say, I've got science on my side. And that's how they try to win arguments. What do you know? You don't know what you're talking about. You're not a scientist or you're not a doctor or you're not an epidemiologist or you're not a public health person. You know, I've got credentials. I can go toe to toe with anyone. So, you know, bring it on. <laughs> well, and we uh, we applaud you for that. Uh... Dr. Makari, thank you so much for your willingness to, to speak the truth. By the way, friends, if you have a question for Dr. Marty Makari, you're welcome to uh, call in. Our number here, area code 209-551-3483. That's area code 209-551-3483. Our guest, Dr. Marty Makari. And, uh, uh, doctor, you've you've written a fascinating uh, book, and and I'm I'm again plumbing the depths of it right now. W one of the fascinating things that I saw, and and I'm I'm kind of thinking of what you were just talking about in terms of standing up uh, with reasonable and and rational questions. Uh, you have you have at the end of the book, chapter eighteen, you talk about what can we do and and a call to action there. What's your recommendation for John and Jane Doe to begin to stand up and stand up for their rights as, as patients? Where do we begin with that as consumers of medical services? Well, thank you, Mike. I, I wrote the book, The Price We Pay, to really be a handbook, sort of the business of medicine 101. You know, we, we're taught um, mathematics, and we're taught history. We're never taught healthcare literacy, basic literacy to navigate the system. And in order to change healthcare, we cannot rely on the government to send us a piece of legislation. That's never going to work. What we have to do is fix it from the ground up by creating consumer demand. That's happening right now. There's a revolution, and it's focusing on two, two areas. One, getting honest and fair pricing and saying no to predatory billing in medicine. That's number one. Number two, 
is dealing with the underlying things that cause illness rather than simply react and medicate um, things when they walk in the door. We can talk about treating diabetes with cooking classes more instead of just throwing insulin at people and treating back pain with surgery um, on, as a last resort and instead treating folks with physical therapy and ice when they have back pain and treating um, high blood pressure by, with stress management and low inflammatory foods and talking about sleep quality. Food is medicine, and we need to change the entire lexicon in our approach, and you cannot do that. We doctors cannot do that with these 10-minute visits and 15-minute visits. You've got to spend time with people to get at these underlying issues. Yeah, doctor, I I, I won't name any names, but I have uh, uh, friends uh, who are physicians in, in a variety of different fields, and this uh, cage they seem to be in, frustrates a lot of them as you say <laughs> to only spend five or ten minutes with a patient uh you know because that's the quota and they have to get so many patients in uh, just seems to me to be highly dysfunctional and far away from where we used to be in terms of medicine here in the united states of america how how, how do patients address that in terms of what questions should we be asking our healthcare providers well, there's a lot of doctors rejecting the current system and starting from scratch. And those clinics are clinics that people should sign up for and join. And some of them are for those over 65 and some of those for under 65. The ones for people over 65 are free. Medicare will pay through Medicare Advantage. And the ones under, for younger folks are out there. And I go through how to navigate the system. But, you know, this old model of you come into your doctor once a year and we tell you, eat better and exercise more and, you know, wave a finger at you and then take these meds, come back in a year, and then we basically tell you you're a bad, non-compliant patient. That system is broken. It doesn't work. Patients hate it. Doctors hate it. Why are we doing it? This is a crazy fee-for-service treadmill that we're on. We put doctors on a hamster wheel. We're going to get a new system that cuts out the middleman and goes direct. And that's what we're seeing through employers who are driving this to other groups. And that is an exciting revolution in healthcare. And by the way, the other revolution is for honest and transparent pricing. Mm -hmm. And on that front, we're making huge progress as well. I, I mean, I have to confess, I, I've had a couple of surgeries throughout, well, quite a few years. And uh, I, I don't know that I've ever asked ahead of time What's it specifically going to cost? I th it sounds like uh, for, for we as consumers, we need to take the initiative uh, just to ask some, ask some simple questions and be part of that uh, revolution. Uh, does, that, does that sound like it's in line with, with what your thoughts are? That's right. When enough people ask at a restaurant if the food is organic or local or fresh or if the fish are wild-caught versus farm-raised, it moves markets. And in medicine now, people are coming in asking these important questions, and it is moving. Those questions are moving markets. They're creating market demand, and hospitals and doctors are responding to that demand in a healthy way. The fundamental problem we have in healthcare is we have non-competitive markets. Mm that lead to monopoly pricing and price gouging, to be honest, if we want to call a spade a spade. Predatory billing, going as far as suing patients to garnish their paychecks. 
That is how far we've come. Now, you can try to create rules around that bad behavior, or you can transform healthcare by moving healthcare to competitive markets. That's what's happening through Sesame Care, an online platform I'm a part of where you can shop for care, through price transparency initiatives, and people come in and they ask, hey, how much is this baby delivery going to cost? I need to know the price of these different scenarios because my deductible is so high, I'm basically paying myself. And that is a healthy, healthy trend right now in healthcare. Our guest is Dr. Marty McCary. We're uh, talking about health care in, in the United States, uh, a revolution, really, that's happening. And uh, also, uh, we're going to return uh, for uh, just a few minutes to the issue of COVID-19. Highly encourage you to check out his book. It's called The Price We Pay, What Broke American Health Care and How to Fix It. It's out now in, in paperback. And I, I think you'll find it highly interesting reading some great stories in there, Doctor, that illustrate what you're talking about so my encouragement uh, my friends is uh, get a copy of it and uh, and and really plumb those pages along with me uh, again we're talking uh, with dr. Marty McCary at 209-551-3483 if you have a question for the good doctor area code 209-551-3483 to go back to uh, the whole COVID-19 pandemic issue for a moment uh, this issue of natural natural immunity. It seems like every time we try to bring that up, uh, we get shut down or, or, or scoffed at. Can you give us an idea of natural immunity as it plays into the COVID-19 pandemic now? And is it a viable thing we ought to be paying attention to? Or is it something that maybe we need to dismiss along with a lot of the mainstream media? One of the greatest failures of our medical leadership during the pandemic has been ignoring natural immunity from prior infection. It's real, it's durable, it works. We suspected it for a long time because we were not seeing reinfections at any appreciable degree. And now we have solid data from the Cleveland Clinic and Washington University and uh, published in the Journal of the American Medical Association that shows that it's, it works. Natural immunity, the body works. And actually, we have more data in terms of the long-term data on natural immunity than we do on vaccinated immunity because natural immunity has been around longer. So it really bothers me when I see universities saying you have to get vaccinated. Well, what about those with natural immunity? They already have immunity. It's insane to require people already immune to become immunized. It's absolute insanity, and we're only seeing that because our failed medical leadership has dismissed natural immunity from the start, and they don't have the humility to recognize the data now shows that it's real. Doctor, there's so much emphasis on getting the vaccine here in California, major push. I mean, they're giving away tomorrow. They're going to give away $1.5 million to 10 people who, who were vaccinated. And uh, so there's this tremendous push uh, to vaccination as the answer. Coming back to this issue of natural immunity, uh, how do we know if we have natural immunity? And how do we make the argument that, you know what, I don't think I need the vaccine? So there's an easy way, and that is you can get tested for the antibodies. And if you have the antibodies, then for sure you've got the immunity of natural immunity. 
if um, you don't want to go through the antibody test, it's pretty reliable that if you've tested positive for COVID in the past, certainly if you tested positive and had symptoms, that you've got good immunity. And so um, that's basically the marker. It's a lot of Americans. 10% of Americans have tested positive for COVID. And probably for everyone that's tested positive, there's threefold or fourfold or fivefold more who actually had COVID. By the way, that's why cases are plummeting right now, Mike. If you look at numbers, sure, 64% of adults have been vaccinated in the U.S., but about half of the unvaccinated have natural immunity from prior infection. That's the 85% of adults in America today are immune. That's why we had 4,900 cases nationwide as a country, most asymptomatic and most of the remainder were mild. So we have extremely low levels of, of transmission and we're doing very well. Let's be honest with the public and share the good news rather than dangle these variant fears and ignore natural immunity as if the road to population immunity is a lot more dire. Dr. Uh... Marty McCurry is our guest, and uh, thank you so much for the wisdom that you're giving us uh, today and and uh, the inspiration to stand up and ask questions as consumers of uh, medical services here in the United States of America. Again, uh, Dr. McCurry's book is The Price We Pay, What Broke American Healthcare, How to Fix It. Got uh, about a minute or two left of our time. Uh, doctor, uh, what would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of encouragement? I feel like we're getting beat up about getting vaccinated. Not that that's a bad thing, but it seems like it's just an incessant uh, uh, getting beat up about having to have that. And uh, we're, we're getting, it seems like, one variant of perspectives in terms of how to deal with the pandemic, in terms of lockdowns. What's a, a last word of encouragement that you would give our listeners to say, here's what I recommend you do to survive a couple of months as we uh, deal with coming out of, hopefully, uh, the pandemic and returning to some semblance of normalcy? Well, Mike, I went out for ice cream with some friends a few nights ago, and I asked for a free, you know, how they give free samples away at the ice cream places. And the gentleman said, I can't give you a free sample since we're not doing free samples because of COVID. Mm. And I thought, I can go without the ice cream, but look at America's airports and downtowns. It looks, they look like ghost towns in a lot of the country. We've got to reestablish the human connection in life and rebuild communities. The risk of COVID right now in terms of daily cases and case fatality rate is one fiftieth the risk of a mild flu season in the middle week of that flu season? In a mild, the mildest flu season in the last eight years, in the middle week of that flu season, we had four hundred thousand flu cases per day. We're at four thousand flu case, flu COVID cases per day. We're doing very well. People should feel good about it. If you're not vaccinated and you haven't had the infection, be careful or get the vaccine at least one dose at least one dose if you're under 30. But otherwise, we've got to live our lives. And I think if we can put aside the fear-mongering, we've got a very bright future. 
Great wisdom, Dr. Marty McCary. Thank you so much for joining us here in California Central Valley. So much appreciate your uh, perspective today. Thank you for what you do, and we hope you remain standing, uh, standing firm on your platform, and, and thank you for being our voice across America. Blessings on you. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Outstanding time with... Dr. Marty McCurry, a couple of minutes ago, just some... Did you find it refreshing uh, to, to have someone just speak plainly and clear spin and just call it like he sees it? And whether you agree with him or not, it's refreshing just to have a guy like that stand up and in a non-confrontational way just lay out the way uh, he he sees it as an expert. I mean, he's uh, just uh, got a lot of experience in the area of public health, as well as being a cancer uh, surgeon as well. A couple of points I thought uh, that were very interesting, and I think we know these, uh, the damage that isolation has done, especially uh, to young people over the past 15, 16 months, especially here in California, uh, is it's just, you know, it's not talked about uh, because it doesn't fit the narrative, so to speak. It doesn't uh, fit what a lot of politicians want us to focus on. And I thought he, he, thought he, I thought he gave a very balanced idea of his perspective on vaccines. Yeah, get it. Uh, for kids, yeah, only one dose needed. But I also thought he had a very uh, open and honest discussion about immunity, natural immunity. Is that something that you hear generally on the air today or on television, wherever you get your news on social media? It's, uh, it, it's something that I think needs to be highlighted more. And, and one of the reasons is because of the stigma that the current conversation is attaching to people who have not been vaccinated. I don't know, if you, if you have not been vaccinated, have you felt that? Uh, we have a caller that calls in from time to time from Oakdale, and, and she's pointing out, it's not just an issue of natural immunity for me. That's not the issue. It's I have pre-existing conditions. I can't take the vaccine. Well, it, it seems like everything that we're doing, the conversation that we're having here in the state and across the nation, at least from most of the politicians, is if you're not vaccinated, you're not much. You're not doing your job. You're not contributing to the solution here. Well, that leaves people like her out, and they shouldn't be left out. They should be acknowledged. There are some people who can't take the vaccine. And if you think you've had COVID-19, if you think you may have some natural immunity, Dr. McCurry mentioned the antibody test. And this is an interesting way to explore it as well. So if you, if you can prove that you have natural immunity, then what happens when you're going to some of these sports events that are coming up where the state is saying you have to prove you've had a vaccination? Well... What about if you have natural immunity? What about if you have a, an antibody test that shows you have that natural immunity? Does that count? I don't hear anything about it. You see, so I, I guess what is troubling me is the conversation 
about this, both in the mainstream media and uh, amongst our, uh, our politicians as well. Uh, very interesting comments uh, that he also made about, got the name right, uh, Dr. Monica Gandhi at uh, UCSF, UC San Francisco. Uh, her and, and I have seen uh, some of her uh, comments and, and stats as well. Another person, in addition to uh, Dr. McCurry, who uh, can give us, I think, a very balanced perspective on where we are with the pandemic and whether you ought to be vaccinated or not and how we need to approach this revolution. And I, I was very surprised that how positive Dr. McCary was about what he called a revolution happening right now in healthcare. I mean, how many of you, I, I, I haven't, and, and I'm married to a nurse practitioner. I haven't asked, you know, when, and I've had two or three fairly serious surgeries over the years. I haven't asked, well, how much is it going to cost? I'm just thinking, well, you know, I have insurance and whatever it takes, uh, here we go. Well, no, Dr. McCurry is saying we need to ask. We, we need to have that detailed. And uh, if you pick up his book, and again, I, I, I'm not getting any kickback from this at all. I'm, I just think it's a great book. And again, I've had it maybe for two days and I've been going through it, I, uh, I find it absolutely fascinating. Again, uh, it's, it's the price we pay, what broke American health care, and how to fix it, again, by Dr. Marty uh, McCary. And I, I think you'll find it to be refreshing, even if you don't agree with it all. I think you'll find it uh, to, to be refreshing. Uh, there at the end, he talks about uh, what we can do as uh, as consumers. Uh, he, he gives a call to action there towards the end of the book. And he says there's one simple thing you can do. Ask for a price every time you are considering a medical service. He says one hospital administrator he met with during this journey told me his hospital created a clear pricing sheet for delivering a baby broken down for an uncomplicated vaginal delivery, for a C-section, for an epidural, and even for the car seat you can take home. And Dr. McCurry knows that's a milestone event. The hospital decided to adopt fair and transparent pricing. Uh, One of the surprising things to me, I guess I should have known it was happening, I'm not aware of it, is uh, early on in the book, I think it's, chapter uh, chapter four, maybe, uh, he is talking about hospitals that are suing people, suing patients. And I mean, uh, he went to uh, he went to a courthouse, I think was this in Carlsbad, New Mexico, if I remember right. Anyway, he went to the courthouse there or some of his uh, uh, some of the people he's training did, and they saw a gaggle of people. Gaggle. Why did I use that? Those are the, like geese are gaggles, aren't they? They were a whole bunch of people were gathered there uh, who were being sued by the local hospital because they just couldn't pay the freight for the services that they had received. And there, there are anecdotal 
uh, stories in here about how people pled uh, with hospitals. Look, you know, I'd, I'd be willing to pay something, but I just can't pay that, that bill you gave me. And the hospitals sue them, take them to court. And uh, in, in one instance here, he, he talks about the judge who uh, there was a, a Mexican-American man who was there. And, and uh, you know, he was just trying to get through what he was trying to get through, didn't have a lot of resources, had to have some complicated and expensive medical care. And he said, I, uh, you know, I'd be willing to pay So he goes, something. So he goes into the courtroom, and the judge just needles him. The judge says, well, can you pay it or not? Well, he tries to explain, and the judge cuts him off and says, can you, do you intend to pay the hospital or not? Well, it's not a yes or no question. It's, yes, I'd be happy to pay what I can, but I can't pay the full freight. But you see, this, the, again, this, uh, this system that we have developed now, and this is what Dr. Uh, McCary is, is talking about, the system that has been developed in healthcare right now really is something that is obnoxious to the consumer, to you and me. And it's something that, in terms of pricing has the deck stacked against us and i'm telling you if you i I just recent i don't know if i should tell you this just recently uh graduated to being under medicare and again my wife is a nurse practitioner and we're reading all that documentation and we're looking at each other saying you know we both have advanced college degrees university degrees uh we we are fairly intelligent, and a lot of this is just making no sense at all. It's like try, trying to grab jello to understand what's happening. You know, what's a Part G? I've never heard of that before. Uh, it, the, the system is so complex now, it's hard to understand. So, again, if you have time and the resources, uh, recommend you look at the book. The Price We Pay, What Broke American Healthcare. How to Fix It by uh, our guest we had on uh, during the first half of the show, Dr. Marty McCary. And uh, look for him. on He's often on Fox News and often gets interviewed on the mainstream media as well. And, and he, he's exemplifying something. He's modeling something you and I need to pick up on. And that is don't be intimidated. We know what's true about us we know what's true about our situation we know what's true deep down inside of us and when we hear the spin and when we hear those who will try to intimidate us with the spin we need to stand up and say no i'm i'm sorry that's not what i know to be true here's what's true for me and uh, again i i find that very inspirational very very refreshing what do you think you willing to do that? Area code 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483 in the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thanks so much for being with us uh, this Monday afternoon. Uh, as you uh, heard at the uh, top of the hour with the news, and I'll reiterate it here, we're in for a hot streak. And there's a purpose in, in me reminding you of that. Uh, the local Office of Emergency Services reminding us that 
The temperatures are going to peak uh, Wednesday through Saturday this week, and we're talking about temps from 100 to 110 degrees across the Central Valley. Now, at Advancing Vibrant Communities, uh, where I, I have the privilege of serving as their president and CEO, again, we're celebrating our 19th birthday this month in June, and we'll be talking about that closer to the actual birthday date. But what we've learned over the years is there are a lot of elderly people who are in mobile homes in our area, a lot of them in those little metal boxes in triple-degree heat. And what we found is a lot of elderly people, for some reason, uh, and, and I think it's, it's generational for some, especially for those who have come out of the uh, Great Depression, <coughs> who have um, come out of the Dust Bowl era and such, they, they're very frugal. And they don't want to turn on the air conditioner, so they turn on the fan. Well, my friend, fan does not help, especially when it's an elderly person that lives alone in one of those little hot mobile home boxes. The fan does not help because in order for them to be healthy and in order for them to survive this heat wave, you need to bring down the ambient temperature. All the fan does is it circulates the heat. <laughs> you need to bring down the ambient temperature uh, through a, a, an air conditioning system. So, a reminder on behalf of Advancing Vibrant Communities, and I'll put my pastor Mike hat on here. If you have elderly uh, relatives or elderly friends, I encourage you to check on them during these uh, heat streaks. You know, phone them, make sure that uh, they're okay. Uh, go by and check on them if you haven't heard from them. Uh, in a couple of years ago, in co cooperation uh, with uh, the local Youth for Christ group, our Advancing Vibrant Communities crew went out and actually saved a guy's life who was, uh, I won't go into the details here, but he was a hoarder, and he had so much stuff piled up in front of the door to get out of his uh, mobile home in triple degree heat that he that he didn't have the strength to move the boxes to get out almost died in there had it not been for people who knew him saying we need to go and check on him and turned out to be okay they uh took him to mcdonald's and and filled him with uh uh cups and cups and cups and gallons i guess of lemonade anyway he was <laughs> Yeah, he, he turned out to be fine, and, and we'd Advancing Vibrant Communities in partnership with uh, local government, with the Area Agency on Aging, were able to install a, a window air conditioner uh, for him that was provided by the county. So you see there, it, it, again, it's a testament to being aware of the people around you, sacrificing a little time to make sure they're being properly taken care of, and then, and this is my heart, my friends, collaborating within the community to solve problems like that. E even a simple one of a, a guy who's just trying to survive triple-degree heat in this quick story I gave you. You have 
uh, the nonprofit Advancing Vibrant Communities. You have a, a ministry uh, uh, at, at, uh, in, in South Modesto down on, on 7th Street. Our, our friend Chris down there, and uh, his, his team was out there checking out. We had the uh, Area Agency on Aging uh, involved, the county involved. And through all of that, this, this guy was helped. His life was probably saved. And, that, and nobody was worried about who got the credit. And that's such a, that is such a, a wonderful thing when you start to collaborate with each other. And it's YWAM, Youth with a Mission. Uh, Escape my brain there just for a second. I need another sip of coffee. Youth with a Mission was the ministry we were partnering with. But anyway, that collaboration, when nobody worries about who's getting credit, great stuff happens. And I've seen it over and over and over again. And this thing where, we, you know, somebody has to get credit for it or the politician has to get credit for it. We're tired of that. It doesn't work. Let's just get out in the community and help each other help others. And uh, even at Advancing Vibrant Communities, we do a lot of work that helps other organizations succeed. More than happy uh, to stay in the background. So just a reminder, especially in this heat wave, make sure you check on relatives or friends that you know. Uh, Maybe isolated, living at home, may not because of their frugality want to turn on the air conditioner system check on them make sure they're okay look forward uh, to seeing you tomorrow we'll be uh, talking about modesto police department a program called cahoots from oregon all that coming up tomorrow on the mike douglas show at three on power talk 1360 kfiv with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.